This is CliffCentral.com. It's time for you to figure out what's happening with your money, if you have any this morning. <laughs> and to help us figure that out, Anthea. Why All right, how are you, Anthea? I'm very well, thank you. Good morning. Very good, good morning. Well? Well, shall I just go straight into it? <laughs> no, how, how was your weekend? Oh, it's not your first time here, Anthony. Let's chat with friends. Oh, we chat. Yeah, we're allowed to talk. It was okay. Um, what did I do? <laughs> and <laughs> also, what's in the bag? Ah, breakfast. Mm, breakfast mm. of champions. Mm. Oat sugar-free banana cranberry sunflower seed muffins. Ooh, nice. I oh. also made chocolate cake, but I didn't have any um, powdered oh, sugar, so I didn't... Mm. And it couldn't make the frosting. Were you, and I'm not going to bring half Were you baked. baking all weekend? Just last night. Oh, wow. Sure. Okay. Birthday weekend. Jeez. I mean, birthday week, sorry. Yes, birthday that's weekend right. coming up. That's <laughs> <laughs> Has he been invited? Has he invited himself over? Because that's what he does. <laughs> Drinks at Anthea's place on Friday afternoon. Anthea's going to be in Cape Town for oh, her birthday. Oh. At her 30th school reunion. Oh. How depressing is that? Oh. <laughs> well, you said yes. That's what's the, the, the problem is you actually want to go to your school reunion. I avoid those things like the play. Actually, the problem is that we're all still friends after 30 years. And so ah. it's not like a big reunion. It's actually just an excuse to have a party. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Are no, you, are you going back there as the most successful one of all of them? Because nope. that's oh, great. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tell We've us. got uh, Judith February was in my class. She's oh. a political analyst. Yeah, she's uh, great. Karen married Bruce Krobela and is an anesthetist. I mean, oh, and lives in Canada now. No, no, no. Oh. I'm like a oh, loser. She's got some stories. <laughs> she's got class. She's got stories. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah, very impressive uh, bunch of classmates you have. Yeah, they're, they're that that bunch. Okay, so let's get into the money. Uh, a lot of people want to know um, the Viceroy report. Yeah. These guys, these guys really have grabbed a lot of businesses by the balls. They were obviously on the money with the Steinhoff thing, but since then, not a lot of evidence that they have a huge amount more to offer. And I think they're trying to trade on the reputation they gained from the Steinhoff thing. They've got nothing else to offer now. They're actually a little bit shocking. They seem to think mm. they're in the media business, and they they keep coming up with these like sensational headlines. This one, they said, AMD the obituary. Oh, what kind of research report is that? Like what? Yeah, no, <laughs> like that's, that's you're sensational. Calling, you're calling the death of a company. You're calling right. a share to zero. That, that's shocking. You, you know, tell me what. Even Steinhoff's not zero. Exactly. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> the, somehow. All right. So well, let, let's actually, talk. So wanna, Aspen, right? We're yeah, talking about so, Aspen. So, so a lot of people thought it was going to be about Aspen. And it's not the first time we thought that because, so Aspen is our pharma company. Stephen Stard started it, uh, He's very well known. You know, it, it's quite an acquisitive company. And unfortunately, even though it wasn't about Aspen, the share still came under pressure. And it's because analysts are now lo- looking at the share a lot closer and realizing that the balance sheet is actually not as strong um, as we thought it was. Um, and so his, being a kind of historically an acquisitive growth company, so you go out and you buy companies that are earnings accretive. You, you kind of at some stage are going to run out of runway or the earnings accretion or the ad, uh, additive um, 
profits is not going to be as good as the first couple of deals you do. You, you, you know what I'm trying to say? So like right. the first one is always like, oh, very exciting. And look at us. We found this cheap company and we bought it and it's great. But then it gets more difficult because they work in a very specific sector. I mean, it's, it's kind of a senders healthcare's problem as well. So it's, it's not new to South Africa. The, the one person that probably got it right in South Africa is Brian Joffe. With Bidvest. Um, he, he managed just to keep constant, buy companies that were good, solid, consolidate, incorporate the other companies. Because you become a victim of your own success. Exactly. That's right. People and expect that you're always going to deliver miracles. That's as we've seen from the likes of Christo Visa, you can't keep working miracles. Maybe you have one lucky break in your life. That's right. So the CEOs become kind of addicted to this adrenaline of buying companies. No. EOH is another one of those. And hmm? it's a lot of its ego. Yeah. Because look at me, I'm so good at what I do. Yeah, I bought I, cheap I'm, company. I found this cheap company. I'm the magic guy. Mm. There's no the magic. The deal maker. The rainmaker, they call themselves. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, just like overall, it was a pretty tough week in the market. Busy. Wow. It was, it, the volumes were huge. We did also have futures, so options and futures close out, derivatives close out on Thursday, where the volume was $4.2 billion. Sure. And March is generally not even the big Close out. You know, we have four year every quarter, mm-hmm. March, June, September. Uh, oh, hang on, did I get that right? So, what does that indicate December. to you? What does that What does that mean? Um, what does what mean? The volumes? Yeah, um, the, the, the size of a, a big March closeout like this, which you say is, is not even the big one. I mean, because it's so big, is that a good news story in terms of money coming out of the exchange, or is it a bad story? Um, so it's a good news story because we like liquidity. We like to grow the market and the more trade, the better the JSC share performs. Right. <laughs> Don't forget that it's also listed on its own exchange. Um, unfortunately, I think what happened with this futures closeout was that the tr- derivatives traders were long delta or long the underlying shares. And so they have to rebalance their derivatives positions, their options and their futures with the underlying shares. And because they were long shares, they had to sell them down. So the market came off quite a bit, actually. Um, and then on Friday, we had index rebalancing. So that happens every quarter as well. And this time it coincided quite nicely with the derivatives closeout. Um, and so what happens with that is higher market cap shares go into the index and the lower market cap shares fall out of the index and again you know just generates people, people go huge, with a sure thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly and and some people are benchmarked to the index so they if it goes into the index they have to buy it if it falls out they have to sell it um so that generated a lot of volume as well it wasn't it wasn't um great for a, a direction point of view but from a volume point of view it was really good can we talk about the rand for a little bit because um, we we haven't really focused on it for for any extended length of time and obviously it went it really has done well since President Jacob Zuma left. Yeah. And there was also good news when the charges were reinstated by Sean Abrahams because that kicked the rand up a little bit. Absolutely. So yeah. what are we sitting at at the moment? 11.97 last time I checked. Um, Do you think it could strengthen even more? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's going the other way suddenly now. So, um, what do you think it is? Since land expropriation talks right. and mm-hmm. also the Moody's report is coming up shortly. So I think you've got those two things weighing on the rand. The, Every single time there's an article that hits the news on land expropriation, this rand weakens. It's really not loving it. It's really not at all great. So, yeah, it's still a below 12 to the U.S. dollar, but not moving in the right direction. So, And then we also had business confidence, which would have impacted the rand. We had it on Wednesday. 
Um, so business confidence jumped 11 points to 45. Now, this is an index, so that's an index level. 50 is your neutral. Above 50 is good, positive, and below 50 is negative. Um, so that would have been positive for the RAND. Um, even though it's below 50, it's moving in the right direction. You know, I'm not sure if this is a, a reactive or a kind of leading indicator because actually business confidence, when they measure it, is measuring, you know, your confidence levels in the economy at a point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so does that mean that businesses are now going to invest or are they reacting to the fact that Ramaphosa was made president? <laughs> it's a kind of, it's halfway there, reactive right. or leading indicator. I listened to a really interesting conversation by my previous economics lecturer um, who reminded me that during the Rubicon speech, this confidence index fell to 10. I mean, we're complaining because it's on 45 and it's been below 50 since December 2014. But 10 is like, that's an all-time low, right? Well, again, this is where history helps. If you if you can even remember what the Rubicon speech was about, that was when <laughs> F.W. de Klerk said that we were changing direction as a country. This was obviously prior to the fall of apartheid. Um, it was at the beginning of that situation. It was also part of where he... He began to. Sorry, the Rubicon speech was PW. P- yeah, Wirtschaft. exactly. Sorry. Yeah, no, see, I'm the not other even paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, when um, remind me what he said. I can't remember what he said, but it was like everyone's just miserable and it was terrible, and South Africa was in a very dark place. I think. Yeah, no, sorry, the Rubicon. There was absolutely P. P. W. Boerter. Oh, sure. I thought Apologies. I had. I thought I had it wrong. And the idea <laughs> of the Rubicon was where um, Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon and said, basically, we can't go back now. This is we're marching on Rome, mm-hmm. and so it was a, it was a sort of a pivotal moment, and and that was where South Africa really changed direction. Well, where the National Party, as the government of South Africa, changed direction. But in Julius Caesar's case, the Rubicon crossing the Rubicon was seen as the beginning of his end, right? Because he went back to Rome. That was how kind of so he, he was, faulted. He, he was taking an army into Rome, which you weren't allowed to do. And he said, once we cross the Rubicon, because that was the rule, you don't take the armies over the Rubicon, otherwise you're threatening the civil society of Rome. And when he did that, he was basically showing his hand and telling everybody, I am going to set myself up now as dictator. Shall we go back to the index business confidence? Yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, I love history, but that's… I agree with you. Keep moving. Okay. And so I just wanted to point out that actually in 2007, I think it was, this index reached 85 Hmm. when… GDP growth was 5%. So we can get there, right? Wow. And yeah, so th- the point is like, I think what we want now is companies in South Africa returning to profitability and seeing investment happening. And so that will change things. And, and so the good news, I think overall is that we're on the right trajectory. All right. Tell me about Steinhoff. Oh, yeah. Well, you mentioned Krista earlier. I know we mentioned companies that are inquisitive, but this is going the other way because Steinhoff, obviously, now you know, are having to sell some of the companies they own. One of them is Cup International, you know, the bedding, furniture. Industrial. Yeah. What did I say? Cup Industrial. Sorry, not international. Industrial. Sorry, my bad. Um, So Steinhoff last week sold their holding in Cup from 43 down to 26%. Mm -hmm. The market took it up at 8.15 a share, which is about a 4% discount. I thought it was going to trade or change hands at 7.85, 7.90. So people are wanting to buy, investors or traders are wanting to buy these Cup shares because they paid 8.15 for it, which now puts it on a 12 times forward one-year price earnings. 
which is still cheap. Um, I do, you know, I've always liked this share, so that's great. I don't like that this little volatility as Steinoff sells down. Um, Steinoff said they were going to keep 26% because it is still a strategic holding. They did raise 3.7 billion rand selling that share um, or their holdings in it. So that was good. Cool. And then we had a couple of company results. We had Old Mutual, nice beat on earnings per share, up 35% year on year. Hmm. Dividend up 17%. You know, you know Old Mutual's breaking up, right? Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. 35%, that's fantastic. Nice, eh? Yeah. And it looks like this kind of managed separation, as they call it. Sounds very – what's her name that married the, the – that got divorced from the rock star? Managed separation. You oh, it was Gwen Stefani, yeah. No, it wasn't Gwen Stefani. It was, um, it was when. Oh, Gwen, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Conscious uncoupling. Conscious uncoupling. Unconscious coupling. Unconscious coupling is Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's unconscious coupling. Conscious uncoupling is definitely Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. And Old Mutual. And then we also had EOH results. Sorry. Um, trading update. Results are only out on the 28th of March. Headline earnings down 20 to 30%. So they're saying headline earnings between 307 and 305 cents per share. I mean, even, or 350 cents per share, 350 cents per share. Mm-hmm. Even if you take the top end of it, and this is a funny company because they generally make, um, their better earnings in the second half. So this is the first half. And you take that 350 and extrapolate it out for the year. The share looks so cheap. It's on a forward 7.5 times mm. price earnings ratio, but they've had problems again. Acquisitive, heavy debt, stories in the news. It's horrible, right? And a 4% dividend yield, you don't get that everywhere. And guess what they're doing? A conscious uncoupling. Yeah. They are now splitting their businesses. They're splitting their organic and their acquisitive business. So basically taking a 15 and a 10 times price earnings ratio business, and separating out them out. What has been interesting, which I've heard, and this is more anecdotal than kind of fundamental research, is that they were saying, or some of the executives, I should say, were saying that government just are not spending very much. And so their business that provides, and I think it's 41% of their business, that number just came to mind, it must be around there, um, is to government. And if government are not spending, well, that obviously will have a negative impact on their earnings and their profitability. Right. So share really under pressure. And then the last local company that I have to mention is ARC, which is Patrice Motsepe's African Rainbow Capital, Mm -hmm. because they only listed last year, end of last year. Net asset value. So because it's an investment company, we do some of the parts and net asset value um, analysis. Grew by 3.9%. Not great. Um, management have said they're looking for 16% per annum growth. Mm-hmm. The company is now valued at 9.08 billion rands, South wow. African rands. That's nice money. That's not bad. Their investments include a fairly large stake in Alexander Forbes, Rain, which is a mobile network operator, which is they own 20% of. It's an 8.5 billion rand company, and then Mortgage. Originator Uber, and this is spelled O O B A. Yes. I didn't know they were still around. I actually forgotten that they were a company. I kind of used them many, many moons ago. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it for the local news. All right. Have I got another minute? You can have a minute. What the hell? <laughs> 
Sorry, Sia. I know ahead. it's your turn. Nope, go ahead. Sia's <laughs> very but calm about these. Th- you th- brought th- us breakfast. That's how easy I am. Oh, wow. Is that how I bribe That's you guys? It. That was easy. All right. So, first of all, in the U.S., Toys R Us are closing. That's the end of 70-year-old Jeffrey the Giraffe. 30,000 jobs are going to be lost. And obviously, um, think about the manufacturers, the landlords, all the people that our earnings are going to come down um, because of big debt. So be careful of heavy debt. They have $5 billion of debt on their balance sheet. The Canadian mm. and the Asian businesses will still operate. I mean, 740 stores in the U.S., And then this one was really interesting. Well, for me anyway. Spotify are listing, and they're listing on the 3rd of April. They're going to release results soon. But they really are taking a different approach to the stock market and listing because normally when you go to the stock market, you're saying, I need some cash. I can't go to the bank and borrow. I will sell shares to you. I will take your money and expand my company. Mm. Spotify basically said, actually, you know what? We're not going to engage in silly self-congratulatory bell ringing because when a company lists on the New York Stock Exchange, you get to open the exchange by ringing this bell. Right. Um, and the only reason they're doing it is that people who have shares in the company can trade those shares. And how honest is that? Because that's the reality of the situation, right? If you're a company, you start up and you own shares in a business, how do you get your money out? Somebody has to come and buy those shares. And the best way to sell them is on the stock exchange to everyone in the world. There we go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a profit-making business yet. Um, they did have $4 billion in sales last year, but losses, losses were like $1.24 billion. And I don't know who's going to be buying those shares, basically. Okay. This is CliffCentral.com.